Welcome to Absolute Hustlers. I'm Brooke. And I'm your co-host, Sam. And this is your invite to join us. We are two private waitresses working in the Australian sex industry. And we just want to kind of take you guys along the ride, show you what it's like to kind of be part of our lives and part of this industry and, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. The mics are on. There are hoes in this house. There are definitely hoes in this house. Hey, hustlers. Welcome back for episode five. Episode five. We're almost halfway through the season. That's wild. I know. Congratulations to us. Woo-hoo. I know there are people out there that thought we'd flop after episode two. So we're here. We're ready. We're vibing. Okay. So what are we talking about in today's episode? We are talking about burnout. Mm-hmm. How burnt out we get if we overwork ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think what we're trying to focus on is how to avoid that essentially like ways to navigate having days off like this that money wise Mm -hmm. budgeting um how to realize the signs as well yeah budgeting is definitely a big thing so obviously time management and money management so essentially we're gonna try and give you guys some tips on how we avoid it that being said we're we're not always actually the best (laughs) (laughs) First up, I think we're going to have a catch-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the catch-up. Tell me the source. What's happening in your life at the moment? <sighs> okay. Well, I... You know what? Mentally, I haven't really been doing all that well. Um, I know. You read yeah. me a quote earlier. I don't know if you still have it on your phone. But, yeah, so I haven't been doing very well mentally. I think, like, this time spending time with just myself has been different Mm -hmm. like after the breakup obviously yeah um it's been like what almost six months now or like five months well it was like right at the end of december so seven months actually you're pushing yeah wow that's wild i know it's really good for the soul though to have some time on your own like some single girl time yeah like we we, like i said last episode i always thrive when i'm single (laughs) (laughs) so i think it's been good for you to just get to know yourself again and reevaluate like what you want out of a partner and what you want out of life and yeah, definitely. I'm about to move out too. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> and tell me about your therapy journey. Oh, yeah. I've started therapy. It's been actually a struggle. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to. So she does this thing where she puts you in a bubble and I haven't been able to go in a bubble yet, but she's navigated that with me and, and is doing something different. Yeah. So, so we both see the same therapist. So um, I got her number off someone else and then it's like a word of mouth thing, but her name's Tanya and she does some really cool holistic therapy. It's not based on medication it's um kind of based on like um brain chemistry reprogramming type of thing where she will like tap into certain memories access certain files in your brain and help you reprogram your way of thinking to deal with that trauma so it's super cool um i've benefited a lot from it brooks now entering that realm and starting to benefit from it too what else is happening you went on a date on the weekend (laughs) it was the first date she's been on in forever so i was like yes finally tell me the tea yeah I, i facetimed her actually when she was still there with I didn't realize obviously she was still there with the guy and I'm like how was it how big was his no (laughs) no um but yeah he was nice he was lovely he was really he was a nice guy it was nice to kind of like even though like we don't need it it was nice to kind of have that male 
attention Mm -hmm. after not having it for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was lovely. Like meeting someone new. I love meeting new people. Like I'm always like, yes, I want to get to know everyone. Yeah, you love the talking stage, the beginning stage. I fucking hate it. It's the worst. It's like the most... You don't know what's going on. You're unsure of everything. You're but like, I think it's because you're an overthinker. See, I don't really think, badly. I don't think that far into it. I just think, okay, I'm having a good time. I really don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, you're very ride the wave type of girl. And yeah. I'm over here like, okay, but what time is the wave going to arrive? And what's the <laughs> outfit plan for when it does get here? <laughs> Are these shoes okay? Or like, oh, no. I'm a stress head. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, coming back to your therapy, yeah. right? Um. With Brooke's therapy specifically, she's been it the stuff that she's sort of uh, addressing in her therapy isn't really stuff that kind of happened like yesterday or like three, four months ago. It's stuff that happened a long time ago. And I think that's really difficult because I've um, suppressed it for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. You think you're okay with it and then you kind of like see the way that it affects your everyday life now and then you start to realize that you're actually not all good with, yeah. with certain things. And that I'm sitting there and I'm like oh, why am I feeling so sad? Because nothing's really happening. I'm just like, I'm feeling really down. Mm -hmm. And when you read me this quote in the car, I was like, oh, it makes me feel good to think that I'm not, not like it's normal to feel this way at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like certain triggers and things like that that'll happen in your life and it'll remind you of stuff that happened previously and it's kind of like you get sad all over about uh, something that happened in the past all over again. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I saw this and I thought of Brooke and I read it out to her and it says, ironically, when we start to get better, we also often get sad and that's because we've started to realise how much we missed out on, how badly certain people failed us and what the younger version of us actually deserved. Healing involves healthy grieving and there's no way around it yeah that's beautiful we yeah. should start reading like a quote every episode oh yeah like, motivational queens because yeah. we're like happy and thriving right now right. you can tell i feel like even my skin's going different <laughs> stunning speaking of that no <laughs> <laughs> give me the tea sis what's been going on um, um sorry <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Give us the tea. <laughs> Give us the tea. What have you been doing? I've been chilling with maybe someone very lovely. Don't know. He's going <laughs> to listen to this and be like, oh, my God, you said I'm lovely. Um, okay, so do you guys remember in episode four oh. when I said, hey, there was this guy that Brooke really didn't get along with at the strip club and she was in his face and <laughs> we had a chat later and it turns out we have mutual friends or whatever. Anyway, he asked me on a date and I said, okay, fine, I'll go with you. Reluctantly from my end, I was like, I don't know if you should do that, yeah, but anyways. I was just like, fuck it, why not? I'm just going to go. Like, it's not going to be anything or go anywhere or it's just going to be a whatever thing. Like, I would just wanted to have a night off. It was like a Friday night or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened, but we just have not left each other's side since then. And it's nice. I it's kinda, disgusting. I hate it. Like, I literally, like, what was it, two episodes ago? I was like, I choose the the money over the man every time and I took a whole weekend off work just to lay in bed with this guy and do nothing and like go do wholesome things together it's fucking disgusting it's it's beautiful I like to see you in your soft girl era you know he makes me feel like dainty and feminine and anyway Mm -hmm. that's fine Mm -hmm. we're not going to put too much attention on it but yeah things are going well I I really thought I was going to have a hot girl summer and like have a whole single like another single girl era but apparently that's not happening but I think it's – I don't think you need another one. No, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good, right? Yeah. I'm, like, getting too old now. I probably should, like, get married and settle down and 
you know, not necessarily with him, <laughs> but in general. We never know. Never know what's going to happen. No, wait. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. We're going to talk about burnout. Okay. So burnout is something that a lot of us waitresses experience. Mm-hmm. Like it, because we work, we work crazy hours. Sometimes we can do job after job after job. Mm-hmm. And because the work is so intense, like you're playing a character, like we've spoken about before, like it's really... Like when you're on all the time, it's it's hard to switch off. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you're doing those longer shifts, especially mm-hmm. when you're driving out to remote locations. Like there's so many different situations where like a one, like say, for example, you get confirmed for a job, right? Four hours, choppy, Hunter Valley, but you live in Sydney. You've got to do a two hour trip there. Then you have to work the four hours. You might not finish till two o'clock in the morning. Then you're doing another two hours back home. By the time you get home at 6 a.m., like that one little four hour shift might end up taking taking up a huge portion of your time. And if you're doing that repeatedly every single weekend, three to four times a week, like you're just, you're going to burn out. It's just, it's what's, what's going to happen. We need to try and find um, like some kind of system that a we can. A happy medium. Yeah, happy yeah, exactly. Medium. And the thing is like we can give you guys all the advice in the world until the cows come home. But for my version of what I can handle before I burn out is going to be totally different to yours yeah. and vice versa. Like 100%. For example, I tend to get wore down very easily because in my personal life I've got more things going on. Like I have a child, I've got a mortgage, I have other things that I worry about. Brooke, for example, she'll do three jobs on a weekend, plus she's got her full-time job, plus she does the podcast, but she's doing all these and she doesn't really ever seem to burn out until, you know, maybe three or four months go by yeah. and you haven't given yourself even a one day's break. Yeah. So everyone's like uh point of break is, is different. Is different. It's yeah. Different. But there's things that we can, you know, talk about that happens to us um, when we do burn out and ways we can, you know, realize when it's happening and yeah. things that we do to try and fix that. So. Yeah, like the signs of – if you don't really know what the signs are of you starting to burn out, it's usually just a change in your mood, like your tolerance to the job as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to a job and you're like, fuck, like – these drunk guys are actually starting to get to you and you can't play that character, that's a sign that you're burning out and you need to take a break. Yeah. Because it's at the same time, it's about the client and it's how you perform as well. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be going to a job being being a bitch because, you know, yeah. that's going to fall back on you in the end anyway. People do. I definitely have before yeah. gone oh, to a job where I've been a total cunt. And like, and I know that I'm doing it. It's not that I mean to. It's just, you know, sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you literally cannot help it. But, um, yeah, so how to manage, like, burnout. I think, like, I don't really implement this, which I probably should. <laughs> yeah, guys, practice what we, like, we, we, like, will give you advice on, like, what to do, but we very rarely practice what we preach. So I feel, like, a little bit hypocritical up here. Like, this is what we, we're getting a lot better at it now yeah. than what we used to. But, yeah, we used to just pump ourselves into the ground until yeah. we were literally, like, I can't. And we'd have to rely on each other to pull each other out of the hole or, you know, kind of like pour V into the other person's mouth and be like, come on, we can do this. We can so, do this. We can do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, my first job, for example, we we worked something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something about busy season though where you know like your palms are itchy, you know that there's money out there to be made, you get to the job and you're kind of looking around, you're gauging who's there and there's some sort of like – 
adrenaline yeah, rush that you get from crazy. it. It's crazy when you know that you're coming into busy season and there is money to be made, you're just hungry for it. And like, it's like you, you don't burn out because you can do the 14, 15 hour shifts. Sometimes you don't even like, like we were talking about last episode, trying to avoid using drugs and alcohol to, you know, boost you to be able to do those yeah. long hours. You don't even need that because no. you're just so like on top of it and like, ready to go. But in the quieter seasons, like especially when it's cold and your body is like, you know, you know when it's cold and like you feel like your muscles kind of cramp up yeah. and you just, you don't really, no one wants to leave the house when when it's cold. Yeah, yeah, You don't exactly. even want to leave for your normal job, let alone, <laughs> <laughs> let alone a waitressing job. I think one of the other, uh, I think for me, the biggest symptom or the biggest sign for when I know I'm burning out is when I put, I prioritize myself as a secondary. And what I mean by that is, Oh, okay. I'm not going to cook tonight. I'm just going to quickly grab something through drive through. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, keep using dry shampoo. I'm not going to wash my hair. Oh, I'm going to skip that nail appointment because, you know, I, I want to go to do this. I want to fit this quick job in. Yeah. It's when you start, uh, like all those things that you do for self care, you kind of put them on the back burner because you're trying to make time. Yeah. To, to cram everything else in. And, and then, then those things become yeah. sacrifices. And that makes the burnout like heavier mm-hmm. because once you get to that stage, you're like, fuck, I haven't been looking after myself. I look like shit it makes it 10 times worse yeah so when you like you should it's so important to really keep on top of your self-care anyways Mm -hmm. like not just like because you don't want to have burnout it's just in general for your mental health as well it's so easy to say like I mean we were talking about this earlier I remember how you were saying you know you're feeling super happy at the moment and you're already feeling more motivated to look after yourself and that's today (laughs) yeah today (laughs) today today. but um obviously when you're feeling happy it's like everything feels a little bit easier especially when you're in your little love bubble and you've just you know you've met someone new or whatever and you've got like a spring in your step or whatever that sounds so disgusting you know what I mean (laughs) where you know like when you have something to be excited about it's kind of like everything else seems easier but when you're burning out that that's definitely not the case you're you're already like by the time you realize it it's probably too late yeah so it's really hard to get yourself out of that rut um but you just you have to make sure that if you notice yourself like not giving yourself self-care you know like or putting off like you know only having that quick two-minute shower like um not doing letting your washing build up letting your house get messy yeah once though your environment is messy your mind is too you know what I mean 100% 100% and it's like you know ways to sort of not let yourself burn out would be for example if you have a really good weekend right you have one massive really good weekend maybe the next weekend only work a Friday or only work a Saturday like you know what I mean and you can manage doing that for a really long time without fully taking a whole weekend off we just took a whole weekend off yeah oh my god and it was so nice it was guys so nice. it was so nice it was lovely we actually did so Friday night you went out on your date <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then Saturday night we had girls night it was so much fun guys you don't even understand I almost cancelled we both almost cancelled girls night to go and hang out with these guys it's literally and then we were like what the fuck are we doing literally we're not doing that we're going to girls night we're going to girls night and And I'm glad we did yeah I know I'm so glad we did we just went out to the local we were on the dance floor we're having a mad time having a little boogie someone one of my um 
her friend's brothers was like cracking onto Brooke and she was like, she was sitting there looking at me like, please save me. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to let it slide. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let her suffer. And I'm and sitting there like, oh, I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. She wanted me to help her so bad. I'm like, no, nah, it's been a while. I'm just going to watch you suffer. This is funny. No one's bothering me right now. I actually, there's a security guard there that really likes us. And every time I like, well, not every time, because usually the last couple of times I've been there, I was like in my single yeah. yeah, but yeah, I grabbed um the security guard and I was like, can you just stay near me? Because if anyone comes up to me, I don't want to have to get into a fight. Like, I just don't want any males to come near me. I just want to vibe and dance and have a fun time. Yeah. And yeah, I was watching you suffer and it was the best. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you found it entertaining. <laughs> I did. But yeah, I in speaking of that, I've been trying to... um not have too many calories when I'm drinking. I've been only having... I noticed you all of a sudden out of nowhere because, okay, this is what... This is our ritual, right? We go up to the bar and we get two shots each and then we get like a vodka Red Bull and so we have the shots straight off the bat because I don't really like carrying a drink around. So within five minutes of walking away from that bar, I've already finished the the vodka Red Bull. Yeah, because you don't want to dance with like the drink in your hand. Yeah, I don't want to spill it on someone. I don't want to spill it on myself. I'm I'm throwing my ass around. I don't want my drink. You You know what's funny the way that we dance is so different like you're like literally like the twerker like the sexy dancer and I sit there like <laughs> like a like mom, I'm dance. Such a mom, mom dance <laughs> but I'm having the best time ever and that's all that counts yeah but yeah I've been having um vodka lime sodas mm-hmm. yeah I know disgusting like probably just tastes like it was bubbles. actually quite refreshing it was. It really was. I don't believe you. I feel like you tell yourself that. But yeah, so you're counting calories. You're trying to eat clean. Yes, I've and, been doing light and easy. Mm-hmm. And how are you finding that that's helping with the whole burnout thing? Um, Fine, really. It's actually so much easier because like when I finish my normal job, I just come home, whack a meal in the microwave mm-hmm. and then I eat that. Because usually at nighttime, like I can't be bothered eating. So, Girl, I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah. I find when I don't, like, so everyone um, would remember I've said that with my son, I have one week off and one week on with his dad. Mm-hmm. When he's with me, I'm like full mum mode, dinner every night, like, and I he's such a fussy eater. I cook him, like, a meal and then cook myself a meal and, like, everything's in order because I have to be that. Yeah. I have to be that bitch when, when, he when ju- my son's there. <laughs> when he just wants to eat tomato sauce. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, do you remember that time? He just, <laughs> yeah. like, straight out of the bottle and I was like, that one day that's going to be, like, a Belvedere bottle. It's going to be exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, but um, when like when he's there, I'm like that bitch. I'm onto everything. I'm like you know like getting up early and the whole routine's happening. When he's not there, I don't have anyone to cook for. So then I just don't cook and I don't yeah. eat properly. And when you don't eat properly, you're not like nourishing your body well yeah, enough, and you're lethargic, bro. Like the lethargicness. You just all you want to do is sleep. You've got no alarm set. You don't have anything to actually wake up. There's no routine there, and there's worse. It's worse because it's cold at the moment too. Oh, my God. You just don't want to get out of bed. No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, so definitely eating clean is something that you need to try and force yourself to do. Um, I know that it's always easier to just go through a drive-thru or to Uber Eats, but if you can force yourself to cook a home-cooked meal, it doesn't even have to be the healthiest, but if you cook it yourself for yourself at home, there is something rewarding in doing, like, a a small task and rewarding yourself with it. Like, cooking is – it takes effort, but then you get to eat something yummy at the end of it. Even, like, one of our really good friends, she, like, will meal prep and then take her food to a job. And like eat it at the job. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny like that. And that's like, that's um, 
very she's super disciplined and oh, super yeah. committed i wouldn't expect everyone else to be like that i mean i wish that i could be that girly i just know that i never will be i'm like half that girly like i try i try my hardest yeah, few moments, yeah, for <laughs> sure. moments, i feel like yeah. you used to um i think it would have been back when you were with old mate i just yeah. went to say his actual name sorry um but where you were like super into the gym and doing that all the time yeah. but now it fell off a bit at the end though because he was like he made me feel sad, so I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's where sadness and burnout is, like, something that kind of goes hand in hand, hand together. Hand. When yep. you are when you feel really burnt out, you start to get sad, and then you end up in that vicious cycle. So tip number one, obviously, try and eat relatively clean. And when I say clean, it doesn't have to be the healthiest. It helps. But yeah, it really does help. Avoid Uber Eats. Avoid takeout. Force yourself to go to Coles. Like, just, you know, buying – even if it's just a fucking rotisserie chicken and some bread, like, just – or on a wrap. Yeah, or- get yourself out there, buy something from the shops, make yourself a little wholesome meal and try and do that every single night and mm-hmm. then try and do the same thing for breakfast as well. And if you don't have time before a job, like go through Macca's, get a wrap from there. Like they mm-hmm. have apples and shit like that as well. You can get, <laughs> yeah. you can get the apples. And <laughs> um, Another thing is self-care. So and self-care is obviously different for everyone. So whether it's reading, whether it's getting your nails done, whether it's getting your hair done, whether it's, um, I don't know, uh, like a wash and blow dry thing that you do maybe once a week. Find something that you find relaxing and peaceful that makes you feel a little bit prettier. Because like when you, I know for me, when I first get out of bed and I'm like a sloth, I don't really want to kind of like go anywhere or do anything. But once I have a shower, do my hair, do my face, like my skincare and all that shit, yeah. put makeup on, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the day. You're ready for the day. Yeah, so do that one thing every day that makes you feel like, okay, yep, yeah, now I'm ready for the day. I'm charged. I'm going to go get a Starbies and I'm going to take on Target, whatever it is you're doing. With, I mean, my day-to-day is probably different <laughs> to the average person's. I went to Kmart three times this week, guys. <laughs> Speaking of that, we need to talk about money management oh yeah that's a massive one so if you want to take a like a night off or like a a weekend off you also want to make sure because usually the reason why we work so much is because we were worried about that money that Mm -hmm. money coming in that like you know the constant that sort of stuff so if you budget this that sort of stress is taken off you Mm -hmm. you know like going to kmart three times in one week. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not like, look, I I actually only got like essential things, to be honest, except for the candles. That probably wasn't too essential. But (laughs) most of the time when I was going there, it was for a specific purpose. And I just think like money management is a huge thing because it's a really simple equation, right? If you don't want to burn out, you need to give yourself time off. That's why in a normal civil job, you have annual leave. You can book in to take your annual leave. The problem is we don't have an annual leave system in waitressing. If you decide to take a weekend off, no one's going to give you the thousand dollars anyway that you would have gotten. You have to pre-plan for those things. And to be able to pre-plan for not having the thousand dollars that you might have had this week, you need to have some money management skills. Mm. And I know that's really hard for all of us girlies because we're high maintenance bitches. And that's why we do this job because we like getting our hair done. And I need to have my lashes infilled every two weeks. And I want to go out to dinner twice a week and like eat oysters. And I'm never going to admit, like, I'm never going to stop doing those things because I, you know, oh, well, I need to budget or it needs to be more affordable. But you need to make sure that you're still creating a budget for yourself where you get to do the things that you like, you get to do the things that you want, and you can still afford to have a weekend off where you're not going to wake up on the Monday and go, fuck, fuck, what do I do now? How am I going to pay for this stuff? Money management. We need to learn to have money management skills. Get an accountant. 
get a diary, put a fucking calendar on your on your fridge if you have to, whatever it is that works for you, you need to learn how to budget yeah. or you're never going to be able to take that day off. Yeah. And I find like, you know, even if each, what I normally do each time I do a shift, I will cut that money in half mm-hmm. and I'll I'll put half of it in, into my savings and then I'll keep the other half and like it'll it'll stack up over time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then um you know, I still can afford to like do the things that I want to do and if I usually I have money left over. So then I just put the rest of that in, into my savings. But then I also have my normal job as well. Yeah. So all my bills and stuff come out of my normal job money. Yeah. Well, I'm about to go back to a normal job, thank God, um because I've been dying during the week. But for those girlies that um are similar to me and this is your full-time job and you maybe you have your little OnlyFans or like a some other kind of side hustle within within the industry where you're this is the sex industry is your only domain it's obviously harder to budget because like I said you don't have that weekly paycheck coming in um where that's giving you that level of stability so it's definitely harder but and the other thing is obviously one weekend you might make like I think last weekend or the weekend before I made like four grand and then the weekend before that um, I only made like $800. So obviously it's inconsistent, but when you do have those weekends where you make a lot of money, pay or whatever bill you have coming up over the next three weeks, just pay it in advance. Like yeah. I jumped onto my afterpay, paid off all my afterpays. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Kmart three times and then I went to Gucci <laughs> also. It wasn't even for myself. How annoying. But um, there's, so how I've lived my life over the last two weeks is definitely not a great example of how to budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just yeah. incorporating some stuff into or some routines or some systems into your life where yeah. you can like, manage your money. Yeah, it has to happen. Like what I normally do is like my I have like certain things that are one week on, one week off. So I get my nails done every fortnight and then the off week for that I get my lashes done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So usually my nails aren't as expensive expensive as my lashes. So on the week when I get my nails done, I usually only work a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then the weekend that I have my lashes, yeah, I work Friday and Saturday. A hundred percent. So you know what your expenses are and you're working according to cater for those expenses. Yeah. Um, if you if you don't know what your expenses are on a week-to-week basis, write it down. Yeah, it's okay? really good to write it out. I usually... I- like pen and paper or in your notes, however you want to do it, write it down. When I went for my home loan, my dad is a mortgage broker and I was terrible, fucking terrible with money. And he made me do all of these things. He was like, well, how much money do you spend a week? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like $600, maybe. And then when I wrote it all down, it actually equated to so much more than what I thought. way more. Yeah, 100%. And like, you know, you feel accomplished as well. Like once you've written that all down, you don't feel so chaotic in your brain. Mm -hmm. You're kind of like, okay, well, this is actually how much that I'm spending. What can I cut down on? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like say, for example, if you're groceries right uh like two hundred dollars maybe you can get go there when there's deals and stuff like that like you know yeah and maybe instead of going to Coles, you'll go to aldi maybe instead of you know putting in 98 premium into your car you might use e10 for that week like there's ways that you can still get shit done and do it on a budget and like still i mean for example like my hair right how much money do i usually spend on my hair like 
thousands of dollars on my hair. It's ridiculous. So do I, yeah. And I've like decided to dye it a darker color for the winter so it's not so dry, so the maintenance isn't as high. It it still costs me like what, almost two grand, but then it's not going to... It's going to be more manageable now. And you're not not going to have to spend that money in a shorter period. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely things that you can do, um, shortcuts that you can take to kind of make life a little bit more affordable where you're not making a massive sacrifice where it feels like... Like, you know, you're unhappy because sometimes you can budget too hard and be too hard on yourself. Don't forget, yeah. you have to enjoy yourself yeah. as well and enjoy the money that you're earning. Remember when I took out all my hair extensions and I went like, what was it, like three, four months with no hair? Guys, when I tell you I got like depresso espresso, you have no idea. Like I was literally crying. I was on the phone to the girls crying. Like oh I was God, like I in her so I was ugly. in her room and she was just like, I just feel like a boy. I feel like a boy. <laughs> yeah, because I, I felt like I, I felt like I had a mullet at the back of my head. And I know that my like I was complaining about it to my parents and they're like, get over yourself. And I'm like, you don't understand. I need the look. Like this is part of who I am. Okay. Yeah, I just I get I'm, that. I'm a high maintenance girly. I'm not ever gonna not have my nails done. There's probably always going to be something wrong with them. (laughs) Yes. If you guys are our TikTok. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Our girls night, we were making these TikToks and we did a little thing, like a couples therapy thing. And one of the things Brooke called me out on was that my nails are always fucked. (laughs) This time. There's always one missing or like she doesn't get them fully done or. (laughs) Because you know why? Because my time management skills suck. Like I got a, uh, I had to go cover a job when I was getting my nails done and they were just getting up to the point where they were going to put the crypto gel on my nails and um <laughs> no <laughs> and then I got the jot the message from the agent and she's like hey can you go earlier and I was like fuck and I was like look don't worry about the polish I'll come back tomorrow and ran out of there and I had to go to a job and that's on burnout yeah <laughs> right so basically if you don't want to burn out don't live your life the way that I do okay <laughs> literally um okay well now I think we're gonna like move on we've kind of covered everything that we need to do with burnout if you guys have any more questions like you know hit us up like we can give you tips and tricks and like the safe spaces in like whatsapp like Mm -hmm. they're really good for things like that yeah use your resources guys i know we say this every episode and we bang on about it all the time but use your resources reach out to other girls in your industry i know so many of you feel that we're not alone the reason that we actually did this particular topic was because we had someone reach out to us on the pod and say can you please do an episode on how you deal with burnout we deal with it by leaning on each other a lot and having a support system is super important if you don't feel that you have someone in your immediate um support system that you can rely on reach out to girls in the safe space groups and they will respond to yeah, you they'll help i believe you. it's billy beavers uh group yeah, yeah um and it's like welcome for anyone to join it's a queensland based group but there's people from all over like um victoria new south wales everywhere everywhere yeah join it message them whatever you want ask for support the support is there you just have to put your hand up for it so use your resources and um that's that yeah and now we're gonna move into hustler to hustler (laughs) i'm excited for this okay so every episode especially the last couple we feel like they've been you know like pretty heavy duty and we kind of just wanted to lighten things up a bit we reached out to you guys on the gram and asked you to share some funny stories with us and we got some good ones eh? (laughs) some of them she's kept some of them from me so i can react to them now oh did i really yeah yeah you have 
I'm not going to play the audio for the purpose of protecting her identity. I don't want anyone to recognize her voice, but um, she is an escort based in Queensland. And she sent me a message saying that, um, you know, she had a really interesting experience the other day because she had a client that was booked in for say like one o'clock, right? Anyway, the client um, is running late. And oh. then she's sitting there and she's like, oh my God, but I have a plumber coming to my house because there's a pipe that bursts above the, like above in the wall. No. Yeah. So anyway, the plumber comes and I know this sounds like a porno movie. Like when I was listening to it, I was cackling, <laughs> but I was like, this sounds like, like something that you type into Pornhub and it comes up as like a category. Oh my God. Anyway, so um, the, the plumber's there, he's doing his thing. And then the client rocks up to the door and he's knocking on the door and she's looking at the plumber and she's looking at him and she's like, how the fuck do I explain this to the plumber? <laughs> She's just got to come out with it, yeah. babe. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't know what to do. So I just went up to him and I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm an escort. I have a client that just rocked up here. I need you to piss off for one hour. <laughs> and then when you come back, I'm going to give you a nice tip because he had to like the 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 plumber fool had to lie to you because like they're on call, right? So they, they're on a schedule. He had other jobs that he had to do that day. So he had to piss off and then come back and make up this whole story to his boss about why he was, you know, why it took so long. Took so long. There was more pipes buzz than what I thought there was or something like that. Anyway, and so then he leaves, comes back as she's finishing up with her client. She sends the client on her way and then the money that the client gave her for the escorting service, she just gave to the plumber for fixing oh. the <laughs> No, <laughs> but imagine that. Hey, I know that you're like in the middle of doing your thing, but like but my pipes need to get filled now. So can you like no, put your stuff on? No. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Imagine the guy sitting there going, "I'm here with all my tools," and she's telling me that there's a, that she needs me to leave for a route. Like it's just the whole thing like, is bizarre to me. Wild. Yeah. Imagine being in that situation. I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't. I bet you that plumber was like, "Can I have a business card?" <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> uh, all right. What's the next one? Okay, this is. Uh, what, I'm not going to say who it was sent by, but it was uh, one of my girlfriends, one of my favorite girlies, um, based in Canberra, and she sent us in um, a thing on Not Gonna Lie, saying that she has a collection of photos of sleep apnea machines that she finds on waitressing no. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> all those old old wog men yeah i know <laughs> with the with the deviated septums <laughs> <laughs> needing help with their snoring oh Far god okay. how funny oh god okay. all right so this one says, this is not me in particular, but a close friend of mine. She was working with a few other girls versing the boys in some games like beer pong, flip cup, etc. And they decided to make out loser has to do this agreement. For some reason, the final agreement came down to the loser team having to do a human centipede of blow darts. Yeah. So imagine... <gasps> You could just imagine like 15 guys in a row and there's like maybe two or three waitresses there and they're doing a human centipede where it's just nose to ass, nose to ass. <laughs> Blow daddy, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. The boys were expecting the girls to lose, but guess who lost? The boys had quite a few in their group too. Not sure if this is appropriate, but I always tell this story as it's hilarious. Oh. So it was either the girls had to do a, a human centipede of blow darts or the boys had to do a human centipede of blow darts. Imagine that much rack going that quickly. <laughs> oh my 
God. They would have been on the phone to their dealer that fast. Like, we've just smashed through four bags. Can like, you drop to another him being, on the way? Him being like, but why? How? None of your business, mate. Don't it's, even worry yeah, about it. How do you explain <laughs> that? Oh, my God. It just, when I read it, the visual, I was like, how did that even, how did they, did they cut straws? How did they, I don't know. They would have had to. They would have had to do something. They probably all had the trusty, (gasps) trusty fiver. All right. So next hustler to hustler segment. This one was sent in through Not Gonna Lie Links. I had to pretty much beg for money and then they chucked it at me on the floor. They ended the at the end of the night, they locked all of us girls in a room and we couldn't get out. A guy accidentally didn't know what was going on and he opened the door. The guys tried to shut it immediately. So then I had to run for my opportunity to push the door open to let all of us out. So it was a hostage situation. You know what was fucked about this when I read it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was one of my jobs. Um, not me as an agent, but no. it was when I was managing for a certain agency. I'm obviously not going to say the name of the agency that it was, yeah. but I used to do some management for um, that. And it wasn't even the fault of the agencies. No. You can no. do all the safety checks in the world and sometimes you just get some shitty, shitty clients. Um, so, yeah, I actually remember that. It was in Doris Creek. It was quite a while ago and the boy um fucked around with the money for you ages. Know what the worst part is though, after after that job finished, there was he, they went to other agents. Mm-hmm. Even after we yeah. you put in groups saying don't book for this place, other yeah. agents went to book Obviously, it. Obviously, what happened with the job was fucking disgusting. Like I almost got in the car and drove down there myself. Mm. Um, it was really that appalling. It was around, I remember it was around September last yeah, year. It was. And um when it happened, we told the boys that we would never, well, I told them personally, I'll never ever book for them again. I put out an announcement to all the agents in Sydney, do not book for them because they're, they, one, they don't have any money. Two, they're treating the girls like shit. They're being disrespectful and derogatory. And what do you think happened? I'm not, obviously not going to say who it was, but there was two other agents that posted the job. And I'm like, I just told you it's not safe for the girls to go there. And then they posted it anyway. <sighs> Anyways, that was a bit of a sad one, but... <laughs> Oh, my God. Maybe you read this one. Oh, okay. A guy paid my girlfriend and I 12K to have a threesome, but he was so fucked up, he just laid there while we hooked up. Easiest 6K I've ever made. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. That is such a vibe. I know. Like, that would, like, I mean, for 6K... Uh, I don't know if I'd do that. But, like, the if if I knew it was just hooking up with my girlfriend while he did nothing, then, yeah, I'd probably do it for 6K. Yeah, but, I mean, if you go in there with the assumption that you have to fuck, then, like, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I so wouldn't. <laughs> off the back of that, right? So here's a concept for you. I remember talking to a guy once, not, like, in a romantic way, but I was just having a general conversation with a guy. And I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I would never, um, I just don't think that I can have sex, like, at work for money because I feel like it would ruin sex for me in my personal life. Yeah. And he was like, mm, I don't believe that. I think that everyone's got a price. <gasps> what do you think about that? Do you think that there is a certain sum of money that if someone said to you, I will give you this amount, yeah, would you do it? It would be a ridiculous amount. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd do it. Like if, depending on the amount, depending on the amount. Like I'm just like, like whoever wants to do that, go for gold. Like more power to you. I literally love it. Like I love hearing these stories. I'm just like, yes, it's a vibe. Mm -hmm. Just for me personally, I just don't think I'm strong mentally enough to do that. Yeah. Because I just, 
you know, all the noise, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, all the noise. See, it's, it's living with it afterwards. Yeah, with it afterwards. yeah, and I just don't think I could. So my phone's actually dead, but there was another story that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, It wasn't one that I sent you. Oh. It was some. It was one that someone sent me on WhatsApp. So basically um, it was a waitress that also does some escorting services. Yeah. And she was doing a job um, pretty late at night, uh, like around the Bondi kind of area. Mm. And she had gone there for like a couple of hours waitressing and then full service booking at the end. And the guy wanted to do like a role play type of scenario, right? And so she's thinking, I've told you this story before, right? Yeah. She's thinking, oh yeah, kinky, like, you know, we're going to do, she was saying, oh, um, I thought we were going to be doing, she brought like costumes and stuff like yeah. that, right? Anyway, when she gets there and then in the middle of the deed, everything's happening and, you know, he's talking about, I'll pretend that you're my brother's wife or something like that. Yeah. He was saying okay. to her. That's pretty normal. Yeah. And I was like, okay, kinky, cool, cool. And then she goes to me and then it got really weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, he kind of like pushed my head into the pillow and like covered my mouth. And he was like, pretend that you're my stepdaughter, pretend that you're my stepdaughter. And I was like, that's still a kink though, right? Like yeah. that's still like people have that kind of, that's like the stepfather. It's like a porn yeah. category. Yeah. It is, it is. And, and then she was like, no, the weird part was that when he was covering my mouth, he was like, shh, mommy might hear you. Mommy might hear <sighs> And when I tell you my blood ran cold. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember you telling me this story. Mm-hmm. <sighs> blood ran cold. Like there, I mean, people think that escorting is an easy job. You have no idea the amount of people if out I there. If I was that girl, that I would have like. Sick in the head. I would have boosted out of there yeah because like, I mean she was like she I asked her I'm like what did you do did you leave did you leave and she's like no I just had to lay there and kind of wait for him to finish and it was the most mortifying experience of her life and she said I literally still have nightmares about it now and I just thought oh my god like how do you do imagine having to deal with stuff like that on a week-to-week basis it just insanity like yeah. the amount of people that are out I mean you don't she's probably sitting there thinking like well, has he acted on this before? Is like this guy literally yeah. inside of me and he's a pedophile? Like, did yeah. he pick me? Because, and she's got this kind of look about her too. Like, um, she's like a very dainty, tiny little girl. And I think that maybe that's why he might have picked her because right. she has that younger look. look. Yeah. yeah. We had something something else come in as well. Mm-hmm. A girl was saying that she gets picked because she looks really, really young. Yeah. And it, ma- it makes her feel a kind of way. She like... She was saying that it just makes her feel super off. It's hard when that's the asset that you have that's making you money, but at mm. the certain time, like at the same time, like what what do you do? Like if you're not gonna, it's the exact same thing. If you're not gonna do it, they're gonna pick someone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Okay. So that brings me up um, another topic I want to bring up. Right. So um, I follow this girl on TikTok, and she's like very loud and proud about the fact that she's an escort, and um, people kind of attack her in the comments for a million things all the time. But one of the things that they say to her is, "How do you feel?" And they say it to us too, guys. Yeah. As waitresses, they say it to us too. How do you give lap dances to? How do you um, provide services to a guy knowing that he's married? How do you deal with it? And my, like the, and I know it's going to sound cunty, but at the end of the day, my simple explanation is I'm not the person that owes that woman loyalty. Yeah. Her man owes her loyalty. And if I'm not going to do that service for him, like the lap dance, someone else is going to anyways. 100%. Just because I throw out my hands and go, you know what? I'm making a stand. I, I'm not going to let you give me that $200 pull because you have a wife at home who loves you. <laughs> Or you're about to get married. Yeah, like, <laughs> think about your wife, Paul. <laughs> God, Paul. <laughs> Bonnie's going to be sitting behind me going, don't worry about it, Paul. I'll take you right now. Like, 
I want the $200. I'm going to take Paul and give him the lap dance, okay? Yeah. Because I'm not the one that owes Paul's wife any loyalty. Paul's just a random name, guys. I don't actually, I don't know why I thought of Paul. But yeah, yeah. You, at the end of the day, we're not the ones that owe that woman any loyalty. And that's not to say that I would ever willingly get into a relationship or an entanglement oh, no. of some kind with someone that had a partner because ethically that's wrong. But from a professional standpoint, I'm there to do a job and I'm going to do my job. Yeah. And it's the same with escorts. If you get hired to do a job, you've got to perform the service. It's not like you have an emotional ongoing relationship with that no, person, right? No, definitely not. Definitely not. But you know... It, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, and we're here to talk about it, obviously. <laughs> um, What's the next one that I sent you? Uh, okay, for the next one, Sam's going to read it because, obviously, I'm a slow reader. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so this girl says to us, I can think of so many, but off the top of my head, this is one that I won't forget. I was doing a buck show and I was in the middle of setting his nipples on fire when I looked up and seen that his mullet was also on fire too. No, not the mullet. <laughs> I was still quite new to shows and fireplace where so I freaked out and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? She actually thought it was her. But then I looked up to see that one of his mates who was off his head in the crowd with a lighter decided that he would join in on the fun. What a cheeky bugger. Luckily, we ended up putting the flame out quickly, but it did scare me for a good second. <laughs> Oh, no, that actually reminds me of a recent job that I did mm-hmm. where, okay, so this girl who was doing a show, right, she had a taser, like a, just a little taser, just a little one. Anyways, she tasered the buck's ball, right, like one of his balls. and Left then, or right? I can't, <laughs> can't remember. I, to be honest, I wasn't really looking. But then... Then she was like, okay, like, who's the best man? Who's the best man? And no one wanted to put their hand up for it. And she was like, someone, someone give me their balls. Someone give me their balls. And I just looked at her and I was like, I'll give you a flap. <laughs> you did not. I did. <laughs> you did not. I did. She tasered your vagina? Yeah. Did it hurt? No. It literally didn't. I think, uh, it. I don't know if did it, it feel good, kind of. I really didn't feel anything, oh, which is kind of concerning. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't I feel that? And she was like, it's really because you're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it's it's really just for show. Like the, the zap isn't like, it's not like an actual taser. And I'm like, yeah. true, true, true. Can we start bringing an actual taser to work? Maybe. Mm. I don't know if we'll get in trouble. From here. Well, if someone has like a I'll heart, if someone has a heart monitor, we'll kill them. True. Yeah. So maybe it's got a flashback to the, the collection of photos of the sleep apnea <laughs> no. machines. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Oh, okay, let's do one more okay. and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So this one is okay. I don't know if this is funny or crazy, but I once did a show for a bark while his parents, and I mean both his mum and dad, were watching, and it was literally the most awkward thing ever. Imagine that. Why would you have your mum at your Bucks party? You guys may not like, they may not sound that crazy to you, but as, I mean, I've seen a lot of shows in my life. There was actually a job we did not that long ago where there wasn't a show girl. So I just spontaneously did a show. It was amazing. And guys, I was like walking around. I was walking this guy around on like a leash and I was putting pretty much whipped cream on the top of my, like, not my vagina, but it was like on the belly. Yeah, on my kind of like just below my belly, but not on my vagina. And I was letting them eat the cream off me. Imagine your mum being that. Like my mum's probably if she listens to this, I'm gonna be mortified that she even heard me just say that. But like, imagine 
doing that yeah. to like some random girl that you've known for two hours and your mum's just standing in the background going, like, are you having fun? You're son? doing great, sweetie. <laughs> no. Like your dad, okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but like your mum, no. no, thank you. No, thanks. No, thanks. All right. <sighs> well, anyways, guys, that wraps up episode five. What are we calling this one? We're calling this one um, break before you break. Yeah, exactly. Break before you break. Um, so that is it for episode five, halfway five. through the season now. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on our Instagram um, for when we're going to have uh, the next episode out and released and what it's going to be about. Follow us on all the social things. Yes. Um, our TikTok page, guys, also it got deleted. Yeah. It banned us for nudity. Which doesn't make any sense but anyways because we're too hot for the platform I'm joking I don't know I'm not really sure but we're going to try and get a um, hustles page back up and running for TikTok but until then mainly Instagram is where you can find us and um, keep uh, updated with everything that we're doing there and yes so that wraps us up for episode 5 thank you very much for joining us guys and we will see you next time Bye, bye hustlers